not winning 90% of your new business because you have some sort of incredible value. I'm going to take a bit of a different angle. You know, I've got a budget this big. I'm going to give it to you because you have a, a really killer plan. You give a Red Bull to a turtle, what do you expect? <laughs> I think that's a dead turtle. <laughs> so let's move on to... Uh, e break. Cheers. 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 Does your current premium finance company lock you into long-term agreements? That's because they don't want you talking to us. At IFS, we win your business the good old-fashioned way, with customer service. I know you don't always have to use a premium finance company, but when you do, you should use IFS. Cheers. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Digital Insurance Pint Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Tom Reed, and I'm joined by my colleagues, Jeff Roy, CEO of Excalibur Insurance, Adam Mitchell, CEO of Mitchell & Whale, and Steve Earle, CEO of Cheap Insurance. Good day. And today we are very pleased to welcome back uh, Theo Duchin, CEO of Acturus. Theo, how are you? Fine, thank you. Hope you guys are well. Yeah, thanks very much for asking. So we are, uh, obviously we talked to Theo a year or so ago, and we want to check back in lots of promises, you know, opportunities, uh, promises made, opportunities talked about last time we were around, a lot talked about connectivity, and really we want to check in and find out how things are going for Acturus and, you know, in the Canadian market. Yeah, so uh, it's been a, since we, we last spoke, um, we've been working hard uh, at, at things and um, uh, sort of the benefits are starting to emerge now. So in April this year, we went live in Canada, and that means that uh, a, a broker can use Actress as their BMS. And, and it's got all the sort of Canadian layer aspects to it. For example, address lookup, vehicle lookup, um, the CISIO aspects as well. So that's pretty exciting. Um, and, uh, and we've grown probably at a quicker rate than, than we figured, uh, which is, is, is really exciting as well. So, um, uh, uh, yeah, April was a really big, uh, big month for us, and that seems to have gone pretty well. Fantastic. Are you? You said you're, you're you've grown faster than anticipated. Where, generally speaking, where is that growth coming from? Well, uh, one of the brokers that has gone live is uh, is Westland, um, who has acquired probably at a quicker rate than 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 than, than we imagined, and and I guess they 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 um, and and. Now the pretty much the whole of Westland in BC is on, is on Actress. That's good news. Uh, I was talking to Kerry Watson. I know that the, the original goal I think was last July. What what challenges Theo did you have Canadianizing Actress? Because you know I'm sure there's you think things will happen and then you get into the real world and all of a sudden things emerge. Was it was it the download the EDI kind of going backwards from what you're used to? Did that kind of give you some drag? Was it the standards? It was the wrong direction for us, if you like. It was like driving on the other side of the road. <laughs> but, but we understand the, the way it works, and, and, and that's fine. And uh, eDocs uh, was something we hadn't kind of come across before. 
again that 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 we we've done and then Sizio forms and things like pink slips as well so you know all of these things they they're not individually very complex but when you take them as a collective you you know you kind of say wow that's quite a lot to chew off but but you just got to grind away and 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 hit them one at a time and then you you can can make pretty good so progress good. In, in the pile of things that you've tackled um what's what's the thing you're most proud of um is there is, is it the entire pile or is there any one thing that stands out as a, a feat of strength you know i think the most amazing thing to have seen is um is getting what we call a full cycle uh, integrated product up and running and we did that with sgi so so you can start in actress um fill out the risk capture get a quote uh bind it and actually do a change and accept that change and accept the, the policy the bind so 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 that's what we call in the uk full cycle you know where you you full cycle and uh, i mean the next obvious step is to get the renewal invitation coming in electronically and then you've really got a complete full cycle but just to have done that is is really exciting and and that i believe is the first time that's been done in the market what made them a, a good partner what 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 set sgi in the lead for that uh, i guess they they were pretty keen to have a go and uh and then um you know just listen to to us as well sort of take take our input because some of the uh processes for example we had a change um uh, as regards um midterm adjustments or changes uh in it, 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 it at least um from 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 our perspective it needed to work slightly differently so we had to have a long discussion about that and kind of figure it out together um but 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 that seems to have have worked pretty well so we're really excited and we've rolled that out uh, subsequently with others and uh, and 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 so we've got kind of a good now model uh, you know that's that 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 of of a canadian insurer and a bms kind of integrating and you can kind of see how it's going to move from there so let's break this down like just so our listeners get this like you know it's almost like it's almost foreign because it hasn't happened you can issue a new policy through Arcturus after you put the information in, you quote it, you can bind it without leaving Arcturus. And then if you made a mistake or some people are very creative that they change their address two hours after they've got their policy out, we won't talk about that today. That's a different topic we can uncover about fraud and, and address gaming, but uh, that you can actually change the address in Arcturus and those changes would come in real time. You can actually do that before. And that's what you call a full cycle. Yeah, so the systems are, are updating pretty much real time, and uh, and 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 that uh, that's for habitational, uh, and and then we we can roll that out to to other classes, and uh, we've done pretty much the same with Wawanisa now. Uh, you can get a quote uh, with Wawanisa and bind that quote, and then we'll work on the change. So Theo, let me ask where where are your brokers getting their quote? Are there for the most part, still using ARS or in order to see the full spectrum of, you know, choice? How is that working? We've also linked to um, two comparative raters as well. Okay. So we're offering folk, you can have comparative raters, supplement them with the full cycle 
integrations that we we do because those are going to come one at a time mm-hmm. as as insurers are, are, are and 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 we get get integrated so um you know it's a kind of slow steady sort of stepping where you've got a combination of comparative rating and 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 pure integration uh, products but but from from a broker's perspective you're seeing the sort of full spectrum of quotes um some of them are are, are are bindable, if you like, and then others you'd have to do the traditional flipping to a portal. Okay, so you're you're providing the quoting tool as well, the comparative yeah. rater. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But but in 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 integrated into a single system. Nice. So the idea is you you don't really leave that the BMS to you don't like go into a comparative rater. It's all through web services and APIs. So Excellent. you've got an API like SGI obviously has an API you can consume that. Correct. But other other carriers that don't that are less forward thinking, you you subscribe to say PowerSoft or yeah. TBW, uh, and then they they fulfill that rate into your ecosystem. Correct. Yeah, or or we manufacture the rates ourselves, horses for courses. Just you know, but we just want to kind of give folk a, a kind of open palette and say you know choose. I think I understand that you built the portal for for economical, so that's that's hosted on a platform. And I've heard a lot of talk of the API. Does does that mean that brokers can now access um, economical via API? Ultimately, if if economical want agree that with you guys, say say you want to access that product, uh, we can expose an API. So, for example, in the UK, when we are hosting an insurer's product. If they want, for example, Applied or one of the other guys, uh, competitors in the market to access that product, um, we're exposing that to them. And we have many situations where um, the same product is exposed to three or four, even five uh, BMSs. So is that is that have a, a, a cost for you or is that just a light switch on and off and it's a security protocol uh, for them? There's a kind of... Um, uh, expose and test uh, cost for for us if if we're doing that for the and, and to the carrier, but but pretty much that's it. And and then um, uh, uh, it, because it's the same API, you know, and, yeah. and and the standard is 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 more or less agreed by everybody. People may use it in a slightly different way, but not it's not significant. Very cool. This this sounds like the common sense BMS. I think uh, you know that, that's one thing we've 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 done pretty well in the in the market is to do that because the point is that if if somebody chooses to uh, host a product with us uh, for time, then they want to expose it to as many channels as possible, and one shouldn't constrain that. If there's carriers that are listening, is there is there one you know assuming they want this sort of end state of, of future systems, um, like SGI is on in Standa I think as a commercial platform, and, and I think S uh, Walmanisa is on Guidewire, yeah, um, yeah. and there's probably other ones out there. Is there is there one that you experience as as a, a better solution or easier to work with in the go forward states? No, I mean, you know, it's it's really where the insurer is in their sort of stage of development more than the, the underlying system. Most of the more modern underlying systems are perfectly capable of offering up a web uh, a, a web service or an, an, an interface. 
it's really about the insurer's stage of implementation where they are on their sort of you know to do list uh, because these projects can take quite a long time to implement. So you know the guys uh, they'll usually start with motor or, uh, or, or or habitational, then do the other one, and then maybe commercial comes third. So uh, that's been a particularly particular point of frustration for us in the UK. Uh, where uh, commercial uh, goes quite a long way back uh, uh, behind personal lines, and uh, it hasn't received the attention from the insurers that 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 the uh, personal lines products ha have received. So, um, uh, so many insurers have offered APIs, and then others that haven't. We've effectively kind of done that for them. We've we 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 we, uh, we 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 offered a service to build and host their product and make it available through an API to anybody who wants to consume that product, be it our competitors or ourselves. It's a very enlightened uh, viewpoint that's not always shared by uh, by everybody. Well, uh, it's the way we've kind of approached it is that you've got really two separate businesses. One is a sort of product business where. You're, uh, you're essentially building a product because the, the insurer may not have that particular product as a priority for their own stack of work. So you, you'd, you'd build it, and, and, and then once you build it, in order for that to be very useful to, to an insurer, it has to be multi-channel. It has to be able to be exposed not only to actuaries, but to, for example, their portal or, or uh, 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 another BMS. And, and that's pretty much what we've done uh, in, in, in the UK and, and uh, in, in Canada, we've done exactly the same with economical. So speaking, so you mentioned SGI and Walmart, you see you've done some integrations, but you just mentioned Echo. In your, in your opinion, who is really, which carriers from the last couple of years of your experience, which carriers are really driving the boat uh, in connectivity from, from your, your firsthand experience? It's a, it's a hard question to answer. Um, you know, the, the, what I would say is that in, in Canada, we get a pretty good reception. People generally completely get where we're coming from. And, and, and I, I actually do believe that there's nobody who, who really, who, who can't see the end state and where, where things are going to move to. It's a question about priorities as it is in other countries as well. Like everywhere we are, you see exactly the same issue is, you know, they've got some system transformation project that's either, uh, you know, you know, going slower than they'd like or costing more than they'd want. And, 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 and things are just going to take longer to prioritize because they have to complete the basics. And, um, and I don't think there's any kind of, uh, you know, it, 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 it's an unwillingness to, to move there. It's just a question of getting the fundamentals in place before they move. And, and I, I, you know, one thing I would uh, uh, kind of encourage uh, folks to think about is to have a sort of interim solution, you know, because waiting for the API can be a long time sometimes and, and there's business to be one if you if 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 one kind of figures out something in the interim as well 
This is now an example, I guess, economical. They're on Guidewire, but then they went to you and you developed their products for them, right, on the commercial side. Yeah. And now they plug in, so they got, they got up to speed or up to plane a little faster than their boat to change because they were able to do that, right? So Correct. Be- and we've also helped them, you know, their commercial portal, uh, the commercialized portal is actually Actures. When you're logging into that, you're, that's full cycle. You can do uh, new quotes, bind, uh, and change on, on that as well. So, you know, and I'm sure the long-term stake might be to, to move to, to an API, but that's actually can be um, pretty much uh, uh, the user wouldn't be aware of that. You know, you can just basically, because essentially we're exposing that, that product, that manufactured product to ourselves and uh, any other channels via an API. And, and all you do is, 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 is go to another API once they've, uh, yeah, so the, the user experience, whether it's manufactured or actual real time, from the user's perspective, is the same. In in our experience, that's true. Yeah, there's yeah. probably some extra work from the carrier's perspective, but from the user's perspective, they don't they don't even see that. Yeah, and and the key is that um, you know the the one product is is used for multiple channels. Right. The the problems come when you have a product per channel, and then changes to that product become very difficult. To, to achieve. Because you gave me a very disappointingly politically correct answer on which carriers are driving the boat here. So let me let me come back to this one a slightly different way. Who, uh, so you, you mentioned you've, you've implemented with SGI, you've implemented with Balanisa, you've implemented with Echo. Who else um, have you implemented something of note with, whether that's a, a, ch- a real-time API or whether that's some, something? Uh, Go, we've, we've, we've built a product for as well. Um, and, uh, and, and, uh, and we're underway with a couple other insurers as well, uh, in build, uh, or, or in integration, you know, we, we see it the same way. So, you know, I, 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 th- I think, um, you know, pretty, probably by the end of the year, I'd, I'd say we'd have a, a pretty decent panel of integrated products on, on, uh, on both personal lines and commercial lines. Where's the where's the bigger pickup on on clientele from the broker side? Is it is it brokers moving off of competitors uh, BMSs to Actuaris, or is it um, power broker clients? Should we say evolving or moving? You know, amongst products. Um, we, we've we've got about um, six or seven, I think, power broker uh, uh, users in train. Um, moving over to Actress, but um, none of them have gone live yet. Uh, they're, they're in in the process. So so, and that's because we haven't particularly pushed it at all. You know, we're supporting Power Broker as a, a standalone system, and we intend to do so uh, for for the foreseeable future. So um, you know, we we're we're quite happy if folk. Uh, Want to continue to use Power Broker or, or want to consider Actress? So actually, we've seen most of the folk come over from from other systems uh, so far. Are you taking any new Power Broker customers, Theo? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Good to know. Yeah, I wouldn't say you know guys are banging the door down, but but there's a steady stream of new licenses, particularly startups. It's particularly price competitive for a startup. Uh, uh, you know, it's it, 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 it's it, it, it's not the, the the sort of most expensive software out there by any means, and and so I think for for the right kind of um, 
uh, a broker, it, it, it's very suitable still. Is that part of your standard process is looking at a pre and post? So more or less saying, here was our sales pitch. This is what you look like today. And then this is what you look like with us. Do you do that measurement on a regular basis to sort of say that, you know? I'd love to say, uh, yes, we do. But the truth is we probably, we don't. What, what, what we tend to do is have a, a, a follow-up meeting with the uh, broker probably six to eight months, generally after they've gone live uh, and, 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 then, and then like work it out with them on measures that are meaningful to them. So what I've seen in my experience too is the, you've, you've bought a more exp expensive product. It's yeah. capable of more, but you're just not using it the way. You're using it the exact same way. You know, so an Acturist, somebody going from power broker to Acturist has, there's a lot of learnings there. They have to change their workflows. They have to, yeah. it, just, it just doesn't magically appear. The productivity no, I mean, just doesn't, you know, materialize itself. Yeah. How much guidance and handholding do you do through that process and how much follow up on it? And do you charge for all of that? Yeah. Another great question. Um, what we, and, and, and again, I, I'd say it depends on the broker. Some brokers have that capability and uh, um, sort of expertise in-house. So you, you, you take a, a broker like Westland, for example, like, it's a bit extreme, but they have an incredible capability in-house to do their training, their process design uh, and rollout. They'll, they'll, they'll effectively manage that. You know, so so, um, but but on on other brokers, we'll play much more of an active role than that, and and um, and in 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 that situation, uh, we we tend to have a standard sort of training program, and the timing is very important. It has to be at a certain point in your implementation, otherwise, it's it's not as effective. And and then what we tend to do is have a couple of follow-up sessions that are already planned in where, uh, and you, you can't do them too quickly because people are getting used to the system. So you have to kind of stage them out over the course of probably 12 months. Um, what, one thing we have learned is that you, you've got to take it quite gradually, you know, workflow in particular. It, it, one of the most common mistakes is to put too much into the workflows um, on go live. And then what, what happens is that people's task lists and diaries are swamped because the system's generating too many workflows. So you've got to kind of ease it in as people get used to the system and the task management capability, you, you ease those things in over the course of uh, say 12 months. The, the tricky part too is in Canada, obviously people still want to talk to somebody versus buying online. We haven't made that pivot point. So that's tricky, but I think it'd be interesting to look at the data and uh, see because you've already come, you're at a whole different level where the self-service components there, a lot of the stuff we're doing is being done automatically by the machine and by your, your tech stack and your platform. So, so your people are doing, as you said, different things like data science, AI, all that kind of stuff, building journeys. So one of the things we've, focus pretty hard on is as the uh, level and, and uh, of electronic trading 
increases, you, your ability to perform more automation increases. A good example of that is renewals. Renewals is probably one of the biggest uh, categories of work at a broker. Uh, because, you know, it, it's probably about 75% of the activity. And uh, if one can automate quite a large swathe of, of the renewals through either a, a, a complete automation, the savings are, are pretty significant. And we've seen uh, automation start to happen in Canada that we've been involved in where a renewal has been automatically generated. And if it falls within certain parameters, for example, it's a clean risk, there's no claims, the cap and collar of the renewal premiums are within a certain boundary that can be kind of pushed through without much human intervention, offered to the customer who then can click on a link, log onto a portal and make a payment. Hey, loyal listeners, when you hear me say CAS certified, that means that we use them in our agency. Are you a local insurance agent looking to take your business to the next level? Write more business and see your agency succeed with NBS, aka Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. But like in today's world, we use these initials like it's cool because it is. It's hip. At Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, they offer the challenges local agents face in the constantly changing market. That's why they offer a wide array of personal and commercial markets and policy options to help you meet the needs of your customers, no matter how unique they may be. With a team of experienced and dedicated professionals that provide you with the support and the guidance you need to see your agency succeed. Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't you survive in the competitive insurance industry? Thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions today. Get started today and learn more at mbsbrokerage.com. That's where you learn more, mbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Are you doing any automated renewal pricing, repricing? Uh, yes, you, in, in the sense that you can do a, a market comparison at renewal. Yeah, we, 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 we've done that uh, a ton of times in the UK. It's something we, we think uh, can, can easily happen here once uh, you've got a good enough panel. So that's, uh, that, that sounds like a huge benefit to brokers, a huge opportunity for brokers. And that, you know, that, that, that level of automation obviously requires uh decent level of connectivity and i'm going to turn that which we talked about before but it also requires that connectivity requires you know strong standards we last at our last session we talked about how strong standards are you know crucial to connectivity are you um how, how have you seen in the last couple of years have you seen much movement on that have you guys been engaged with csio do you have much influence on what's you know what that what's that what's happened there in canada yeah, I mean, we've been engaged with the CSIO for probably 18 months now uh, where we've been learning about the market and the standards. Uh, and now I guess we're probably becoming much more actively involved and we want to try and contribute to, to, to the development of those standards. But I would add that they're not, you know, we haven't seen anything that kind of weird. So, wow, why, why did the guys do this or or something like that, it, it, it makes a lot of sense to us. And it's a good starting point. And, 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 and like anything, you just need to keep building on it. 
and we're pretty keen to contribute to that and, and, and move it forward. Do you see a time in Canada, I guess, if the companies could build similar APIs that you could consume them a lot easier at a lesser cost? Do you think that'll happen? Did you ever run into that in the UK where everybody got smart, used standards and built to that? Or is that something that's too difficult to do and, you know, is, is not never going to happen? No, I, I, I mean, our UK experience certainly suggests that that is kind of, uh, you know, in the UK, um, w- using APIs only, not even manufactured products, you could get uh, a, 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 a pretty good selection of personal lines, auto and, and habitational quotes, pretty, pretty easily on, on more or less the same standard. Um, so yeah, it's possible and for sure it's coming. There still is, as you say, there still is room for improvement. There still is some, some, uh, some work to be done to make those standards, you know, solid enough, stable enough, consistent enough. So that they're, you know, easily transportable from one place to the next. Yeah. There's work to be done, but it's not like, um, you know, the market starting from scratch. What do you think the biggest hurdle still ahead of actress or and or the industry is? You know, as as you've learned. Well, security is a is a big issue. Uh, I think for us all, uh, I you know that's reared its head, and uh, we're very 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 sensitive to that and and aware of that. And I think, um, and 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 the other thing is like you know as 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 connectivity becomes more more prevalent. Um, you, you, you have these sort of points of failure in the market that you've got to be very aware of and, and, uh, and, uh, and, 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 and ensure that, you know, you have enough redundancy in the system. So Theo, you mentioned the prote- protection of data. I, I don't know if you want to open the kimono a little bit here. If I could ask you about data monetization. So of your revenue streams, is it more important to you to sell my activity in your BMS or the performance of my BMS? So what I'm doing in the quarter, what I'm doing in the BMS, and then selling my behavior as distribution to uh, insurers or other parties or whatever, aggregated, of course, versus getting me to perform like how does that set the stage for percent of your revenue if you do it at all uh, that sort of thing how's that set up we we have a data services kind of area but it's not a significant part of our revenues um i can't say exactly what it is but i'd be surprised if it was five percent of 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 our total group revenue jeff calls it data muling so uh, I'm sorry, Jeff, Jeff coined it data muling. So yeah. we're the mules. You're selling the work off our back. I think where we've seen it being very effective, both in the UK and in Germany, uh, is where you use the data to help the insurers improve their product. Uh, that is probably the most important aspect that we've kind of seen. Uh, to, to, to date. And that is like to be able to give them enough information for the guys to understand where they're falling short, both in terms of their responsiveness 
and their quotability and their conversions. And 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 you can't just say like you know for a a realty product, you, you know you you these are your figures. You've got to be able to say for uh, commercial real you know products versus personal versus mixed use, uh, multiple properties versus single properties, houses versus blocks of flats, and and you have to have enough aggregated data to be able to analyze that and, and give folk meaningful information. But that we've seen is the most important thing so far that, that, that we've encountered uh, uh, in, in that. And, and, and it's, a, you know, it's, it's an important aspect to everybody. It's in everybody's interest to provide these guys with the data to get their products to a point where they're better. Well, we, we've, we've, We've kind of got the last mile of the journey, right? Like the companies have an API. They see all the times you rate. Unfortunately, most of them haven't been smart enough to set up their API to tell for a re-quoting versus a new client. So they see a whole bunch of quotes. It's not indicative of what's really going on, but they're getting a pulse in there, but they don't know if we bound it or not. The brokers and agents have that information. So we got the last mile. You know, they, like Google. Google knows somebody wants to buy insurance, but they don't know where they actually bought it from. So that gives us a huge advantage over the Amazons, the Googles of the world, because we have that last mile. The unfortunate part is that data is, you know, you've got access to it and the BMS and the AMSs have it and can aggregate and sell that back to the companies. And currently, as I, as Steve mentioned, we're doing the work for it, but we're not making any money off it and we're not getting the data checks on that. So do you envision a time where, you know, we'll share our data and you'll be able to pay revenue to the brokers and agents for our insights? Uh, that you'll actually be able to give us a check. I got to check here somewhere on my desk, my first data check from a from a vendor for my data that's aggregated. I've ne I never thought I'd see the day where that happened. It's starting to happen in some platforms, but do you think that's something we can aggregate and, and, and monetize together? Or is that something that you need to set up your own data lake as a broker, do it, and you guys set yours things up? What's your, what's your viewpoint on it? I think um, what we've seen uh, in the U UK, at least, is that associations of brokers like networks or associations that's a, um, a kind of key role that they've performed is 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 exactly this with for their association they've they've effectively aggregated and are providing you know valuable data to to for example insurers on renewals or uh, profiles of books or shares of wallets and things like that and so that's kind of how we've seen that um, uh, being 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 monetized, if you like, or or, or or contributed. We're effectively providing the tool, the tool sets for it, and and um, but most of the brokers will use an an API that we provide uh, to access the uh, our, our our data warehouse and then export that into their environment, where they probably are co-mingling that with uh, other data from, for example, other systems that they have in the, in the, in the house and then, and then providing that maybe to their network. Okay. Uh, well, shut the front door. You provide groups of brokers access to the data warehouse of which they're all contributing to in order to export and glean information. To, to their data. Yeah. Yeah, their yeah, data. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got 10 buddies together 
We're all in Acturas, and we said, hey, we want to know more about what's going on and talk to the insurers about our behaviors and stuff like that. You facilitate that. That's exactly how broken broken networks of brokers will work in the UK. They will Their contract with the member of the network will enable that network to access their data on Actress. Is your system a lot tighter? Like, unfortunately, the, the one of the strength of brokers is their independence. But one of our weaknesses is we've all set up our processes, different different activities, different tasks, and our data, both structured and unstructured, are, quite, are not the same. So it makes aggregating it very complicated. Is your system a lot tighter that if 10 brokers are on it, most likely they're going to be using the same codes? So then the insights of that data will be a lot stronger? We tend to try and, um, and, and standardize across, for example, trades. You know, the, the trade codification will be on an SIC code or a CISIO code, code list, and we'll try and standardize that and encourage the broker to use a particular uh, code list like SIC or, 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 or CISIO uh, for, for that. So there's a certain sort of – there's a certain – sort of order in the system that we try and preserve. Uh, and, and, and often, um, in, in some cases, we've, we've, we've kind of uh, facilitated uh, functionality that allows brokers to set up um, their own fields. A good example is on claims handling. So, um, you know, the broker may have, for very good reasons, the need to set up reporting fields that are, you know, this is, uh, uh, you know, uh, by, by depot, as an example, claims by depot is a, is a pretty big thing for, for large fleets and things like that. And they need to set that up in a particular way, and they can do that. But on the whole, we'd probably be able uh, uh, have a, a, an overarching structure that says, this is a motor fleet claim, you know, this is the damage list, and so on. And those dictionary uh, uh, elements are are common and then we try and allow supplementation of that through through customization okay. if you like very and cool configuration how how close are you to personal alliance brokers in in canada flipping off of uh power broker to only live inside actress it's panel dependent adam so you know it depends who you have you, on your panel yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'd you'd have to be happy with the panel uh, on Actress. Now, um, the supplementation of Actress with the comparative rater should give give a, a pretty good uh, 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 panel. But it's difficult for us to say. You know, folk have to look at it and say, "Yep, this works for me." Or... Fair enough. Are we still able to use the outside um, quoting platforms like via? Right now, Power Broker integrates to to CompuQuote or to PowerSoft. Like, can we do similar when it's not um, internal? No, well, we've done uh, we've done an API integration to 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 those uh, at least some of them. So so you know, one would have to just assess it and say, yep, yeah, that will work. For so me it could be that. now. It could be. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I'd say probably uh, uh, to get full panels for. But it depends on the province. We're moving it sort of province by province. But, yeah, probably end of the year, I'd be 
for most most provinces, I'd say. We, we, you had Adam at Data Lake. No, well, <laughs> yeah, well I can see that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, it, we're we're going through sort of. We have a power power broker user, and we're taking the old FoxPro database to convert it to a data lake that is more usable for other e-commerce and ventures we want to undertake. Um, is is that a, a smart use of of Actuaris, um as a data lake? Like, should we actually be considering uh, licensing that instead if if users are looking at the way? Well, most larger brokers on Actuaris would use uh, would basically, as I mentioned, they'd have a the they utilize the data warehouse API. They'd grab the data and they'd uh, bring it over into their environment. And then what they tend to do is supplement that with external data and I, you know whatever data. I, they, a lot of them have started to build up data science teams, and 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 this is kind of what what they're doing. I, I don't know exactly what they're doing, but. But they seem to be doing some pretty good work. Yeah, but I mean, overall, the the, the pain of moving from one BMS oh. to to another is is ev- aside from cost. Even though there's a setup fee with everybody and everything, it's it's not really that. It's that's the barrier to entry. Like it's just I I've got so much going on. I've got insurers to deal with. I've got this to deal with. To to throw this at my staff right now who are feeling inflation and pressures of this and people walking off the job like to throw a bms change at anybody is not uh, fun it's a crucifixion no it's not um it's uh it's a big job um anytime uh and uh you know it's uh it's not easy, and it's it's certainly not fun for the folk involved. It's a lot of hearts and minds, and and uh, and process changes and things like that. But you know, I would say that you know, folk have to do it at some point, and and uh, and one has to at 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 various points do this and and just get through it. I honestly would run two BMSs simultaneously for 18 months versus do a transit i don't know how that would work training people but like versus doing a switch well we've seen that um we've seen that happen in a few cases where guys have run run off they call it a a, the the old system and as uh cohorts of policies come up for renewal they've effectively manually transferred them onto the new system so you would have a a team working on existing business and so on, and then a renewal team who now works in the new. So yeah, and then and then as the renewals go onto the new system, they're maintained on the new system. So the changes, the the midterm changes, and you know policy additions, cancellations are performed on the new system, and then that there's a sort of years period where that systems effectively run down and the other ones run up. So you're kind of doing a blood transfusion over time versus, you know, just a, a full on, you know, quadruple bypass all at once and putting them down and major yeah, surgery. So we, right? we, we've, we sort of look at it uh, this, we, we, in, in very simplistic terms, there's two op- 
options here. There's what we call a big bang, which is essentially what you described. One day you go in and you're on a new system and the old one's sitting in the corner and nobody touches it. Or, or a sort of a, 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 a sequential migration. And that can be either semi-automated or, or manual. When I, I say semi-automated, sometimes we've done migrations of cohorts of policy for the month. So each month you do uh, uh, the, the renewals coming up for that month. They get migrated, they get renewed on the new system, and then they're managed on the new system. So it's essentially a year where you're running down the one system and you're building up the other. So I've I've been through that a few times on the insurer side where we've done the the on the on renewal or the runoff whatever you want to call it, and uh, every time we talk about big bang, I usually refer to that as the big kaboom, because there's usually an explosion on the day that uh, you, know, you 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 do the big switchover, and from an, as an insurance carrier, you just can't afford it. Like you almost have to do the runoff eighteen months. And, and Steve, I'd say that as the e trade takes hold. The, the process I described is more prevalent because you can't do a big bang uh, migration because the E-Trade links break. So in my experience, I've never seen anything other than the, the big bang in a broker, broker migration in Canada. I, yeah, so imagine know. a situation where like say 60 or 70% of your policies on your BMS are linked to an insurer. Okay. So if you did a big bang, those links are broken. So in, from, from a point of, of, of where you're 80% electronic and linked, you're moving the next day to a point where it's zero. And that's totally inefficient. You can't do that. So what happens is that the, the, you, you'll have the two systems in parallel. You'll, for, for a month's worth of data, that gets migrated across. It gets renewed. So you maintain the electronic connection because it's renewing. Then once it's renewed on the new system electronically, uh, then you can do your midterm adjustments and, and things like that. So you maintain it. And then you every month you do your renewals or, or you do it maybe for, for two months at a time. And, and, and in that way, you can preserve that percentage that's electronic. But if you, if you, if you did a big bang migration where – your your e trade quotient is really high. It could be very destructive. Question: Can you do like this is this is fairly new, but can you do a batch download of all our policies with our companies or certain companies? So if I, before I go live, I get all my companies to download everything into the system. Is that a functionality? Do you have an actuarist at this point with your migration? Or are you working through that? I think we we're actually doing that in 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 one of the new new implementations. I've got one last uh, question for you, Theo. And again, it goes back to our previous session. You'd mentioned that you felt that brokers in general needed to uh, make their voices heard more on driving connectivity. Have you, have you seen that happen? Have you seen brokers actually be more active? Well, certainly, um, you know, from, from, from the team, my team's perspective here in, in Canada, yeah, we're seeing that a lot more now. We're seeing uh, uh, a lot of brokers that we're speaking to having good dialogue with the carriers and saying, like, what are your plans? Come tell us. Uh, you know, we want to understand this. Wh when are you going to do this and when can we expect that? So 
people are becoming a lot more aware of this. They know it's needed. They know this is what has to happen. And, and I think there's a general desire for, uh, for, for, to understand each carrier's timelines. Let's fast forward 12 months from now. What, what, what do you see Actress having accomplished during those 12 months in Canada? Good question. I'd hope uh, uh, I'd hope we have a, an East Coast office <laughs> in addition to a West Coast office that makes travel a lot easier. Um, but 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 I, I'd hope that we you know we we're uh, we've got pretty good a good set of integrated full cycle uh, electronic panels in the key classes, you know, commercial package possibly fleet, uh, auto, and habitational. That's awesome. Right. So let me uh, say thank you to our sponsors. Um, IFS Premium Finance, uh, our title sponsor, our premier sponsor, uh, Crew Group, uh, Garrison's Brewery, and our charity partner, WIC. Thanks very much, guys. And Theo, thank you very much for coming on and uh, the show for a second time. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Is retention important to your brokerage? Of course it is. That's why at IFS, we have a cancellation prevention process. Want more details? Give us a call. I know you don't always use a premium finance company, but when you do, you should use IFS. Cheers. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast Certified.